Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. As a special. Now, normally, as you know, the night goes on, you know, my good friend Jane, my producer, will decide, you know, that we need a special guest on. As I said before, she never really tells me who they are until they actually go on, which I find interesting. But tonight is a kind of panel of sorts, if you will, a panel of international experts. The subject, sperm donation. From the perspective of the sperm donor. Now, you may remember a few weeks ago, we chatted to a very US, interesting US author. Her name was Krista Billington. And she shared some of her life with us and a story with us that she found out her father was a sperm donor and she had potentially hundreds of siblings. She even briefly dated a half-brother accidentally. And it was a fascinating story. And it is up on the Classic Hits page under podcasts, by the way, if you want to go back and have a listen, because it is a fascinating story. Anyway, it got us, well, it didn't get me thinking, it got Jane thinking, because Jane thinks like these, about these things. She gets very deep and thought about things like this. They start to get to her after a while if she doesn't get to the bottom of it. Um, that she needs to do something more about it and get more people on. So thinking that tonight I'm going to be speaking to two men who have dedicated a good amount of their lives to donating sperms to help help other people or help women who can't have children with their partners, maybe, or singly on their own. By our calculations, they have fathered probably 600 children between them. Kyle Gordy is from the US, but is calling from Australia, and we're talking to us from Australia. And Jonathan Jacob Meyer from the Netherlands joins us as well from Berlin, and both have very different stories about why they feel the calling to be a sperm donor, and they both join me. Gentlemen, good evening to you. Hey, thanks for having me. Jonathan, I've got to go to you first. Kyle, how are you doing? I'm going to go to you first, Jonathan, because, uh, Jonathan, yeah. you're, you're kind of under a warning now at this stage. You're not allowed to do it anymore, so you're not. Um, yeah, officially, uh, indeed, yeah, but I already stopped donating to new recipients in uh, 2019, so was kind of, uh, yeah, lost case uh, in that perspective. Now, how many children do you think, Jonathan, you have fathered up to now, by your estimation? Um, I'm, I'm sure about uh, at least 550, but uh, it could be uh, higher because uh, some clinics are not uh, giving over any information. For example, the Creels Clinic in Denmark, they're not sharing any information with uh, parents or donors okay. about the amount of children they uh, conceived. And if you do it again, you risk a huge fine, uh, which is roughly in, in and around 100,000 euro of a fine. That's a big fine, by the way. And that's according to the BBC. They reported that, that if you, if you do it again. Yeah, if I if I help new recipients, which I wasn't doing uh, since 2019, uh, I'll get the fine. But I am allowed to help the um, uh, recipients with the, that already have a child of me for a sibling. So a second or third or fourth uh, child is uh, is fine. Okay, and and let me go to Kyle. Kyle, how many children do you think you fathered at this stage? Uh. 70 and another six on the way, but all around the world. So typically they contact me on my Instagram, howgordy1234, and, uh, you know, typically that's how a lot of the women contact me. So, yeah, okay, so Kyle, Kyle just in case in, any woman is interested, Kyle Gordy 1234 
All right, I mean, your Instagram. And I have women pregnant in Australia, United States, uh, uh, Europe, and then I have one pregnant in Hong Kong right now. So, like, four continents pregnant right now. Okay, so are you, so are you not doing it to a sperm clinic? You're doing it personally yourself, is it, privately? Yes, yeah, yeah. The woman just contacted me on my Instagram, and then I'm actually going to be going to Dublin. It looks like around the 14th. But of course, it's is, is woman is that, in Dublin. Is that a warning, by the way, that you're, you're sending out there just in case? So you're coming to Dublin if anyone's interested. Yeah, just interested. in case anyone's interested and they want help, of course, I can help in Dublin. I have one woman there that wants me to help the 14th. But of course, I'm going to be from London and flights are really cheap. So I can cover my own travel. And if someone's out there and we really connect and they want me to come out to Dublin to help them out, I would be happy to. If anyone hears me on the show and they need assistance having a child for free. And I'm curious why both of you did this. And Jake, or Jonathan, just coming back to you, was it for the money, Jonathan? Were you stuck for money, or why did you do it? Why did you start doing it? Uh, we are not allowed to uh, ask any money in the Netherlands for any donations, so uh, I only uh, was allowed to ask uh, travel co- expenses covered. Uh, okay. So, no, I didn't make any money, and the clinics uh, barely give you enough for the the travel expenses uh, for me it was um, I don't know it, it was not really something I planned to do uh, that much it just started that I uh, had a friend in college that was um, uh, infertile and it made a big impact on me his story and um, I did some research and found out that uh, sperm banks uh, yeah offer a, a great help Okay, so you you were doing it for philanthropic reasons more so. Yeah, I get you. Okay, because you wanted to do it and help people. Whereas you, Kyle, on the other hand, I think you are doing it for the money. Do I get that impression? No, 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 I don't charge. No, I'm no, oh, do I'm you not? free. No, I cover my... I don't charge anything. No, I'm free. I cover my own travel. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was going to go to Dublin on my own cost. I wasn't charging anybody. Um, okay. That's what so, I'm saying. So if like, a woman you know, contacts you on Instagram and, and she wants mm. some of your sperm for whatever reason. So you offer it for free? Yeah, I offer for free, and I usually cover my own travel. But a lot of times I'm going to places that I'm going to be sightseeing. For instance, I'm supposed to be going to Israel and uh, Amsterdam um, and Dublin this, uh, this com- and Malta this, this coming fall. So I'm going to be, I want to visit those places anyways. So it's kind of convenient for me to cover my own travel because well, well, they- if I can help someone in those places, yeah, then it's fine. It's not a big issue if I cover my own travel because I want to sightsee anyways in those areas. So, so, so the the charge. Okay, then clarify this to me. If I, maybe I'm picking you up wrong. So the, the the charge is they have to cover cover your travel expense. Uh, no, no, not really. I I cover my own travel. So what? So how are you doing that? How are you funding that? Uh, you know, you know, I just uh, you know, uh, my uh brother you know he's very helpful he's supportive of me and so he's like yeah i'll cover your travel because he never had any kids of his own right okay. so to him it kind of makes him really happy to help out with some travel costs um, but i'm okay. also very cheap you know i obviously i get deals and you know if you've been traveling a while you know how to get the really good deals and stuff and right now i'm kind of just traveling i don't really have a home back home i'm kind of just a little nomad right now temporarily so, so for the next uh, few months for you- for Kyle, for you, let's say a woman in 
I don't know, New York contacts you and she wants, she thinks you're an attractive looking guy. You look good. You look at, maybe you're intelligent. I don't know why they want you. But she wants your sperm. So you head off to New York. That's the, this is the way it works, I assume. You head off to New York. So then how does it work out? What's the arrangement? How do you actually give her uh, the sperm? Well, typically they, uh, we can do it in a cup or we can do it naturally, which is just intercourse. So it depends what she feels comfortable with. But, uh, yeah, typically she'll track her ovulation, and when we know her ovulation dates, they'll fly out around their ovulation dates, and we will get her pregnant, and in a cup or just naturally. So it really depends what she wants. But also, I'm also not just looking to donate, you know, because recently I've been more looking for a relationship. So I'm trying to find a girl that will accept me. So if there's any, any Irish lasses that are interested in American and they can accept me for what I do, hey, you know, I'm open. My DMs are always open for that. Yeah, you're so, uh, marketing yourself. More, too, I'm more than just a, uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's a very different reasons to the reasons, well, you know, that Jonathan is doing it. But John, Jonathan, you know, there's a problem here that I see with both of you, and that is that we had a woman on the show, uh, Krista Billington, Billington, sorry, she was on with us. She's written a book. Um, and she only found out that her father, like you two guys, was a sperm donor. And, you know, this can cause complications in life because she ended up dating her own brother. So, Jonathan, what do you say to people who say that's a problem? Um, well, they clearly um, uh, are not. Well, these, these things happened in the past when uh, sperm donation was anonymous. And, and she unfortunately uh, didn't, couldn't find any um, like a way to uh, know that she who was her uh, donor father but in the Netherlands it's uh, not allowed to donate anonymously and I always was also um, when I donated outside the clinics always open about my identity uh, so children and parents know my identity and uh, they can easily check if they meet a sibling or a possible sibling just by asking uh, well you know if you're a donor child mm. um, and, and, and they can easily find out that they're not, uh, they don't have to worry that they will date a long But term, here in but, Ireland, uh, we don't have regulation. Uh, we still don't have regu proper regulation around it. And people can buy sperm online or off Kyle or off you. Well, not off you, obviously, because you do it through a clinic. But they can buy sperm online and it's completely anonymous. And, you know, I, you know, no, one woman could buy no, it in Cork and tomorrow another woman in Dublin could buy sperm and, and it could be from the same person and then they could meet later in life. No, because um, the clinics, they are not, I, I donate only by uh, open identity. So yeah. the children that's in the clinic you go to, yeah. Picture. Yeah, yeah. But, so. but it, yeah, but it is a problem in many parts of the world. It may not be there in the Netherlands, it may not be a problem. But in America, it's clearly a problem. In Ireland, it's clearly a problem because oh, we don't no. have the same regulations. Well, I can, I can, I can answer that question really Yeah, Kyle, go ahead, you ask um, that question. So, so America has over 330 million people. So statistically, even if you have 100 kids spread out through America, um, which I don't even have even close to, pretty much I have kids throughout 14 states in America. Um, and I also can, and the difference between me and a clinic is, even, even if there are through a clinic, the statistical probability of two, two siblings meeting and dating is astronomical. And even still, if your donor conceived at a clinic, you're going to be asking the person, hey, um, by the way, who's your father? Is your, are you donor conceived? Like they bring it up. Like they know to bring it up. And also they can do, now they can do like 23 and me genetic testing to see if they're related. But with me in my hand, there's a 0% chance of it happening. Not only because 
they're spread out throughout America. It's also I connect the moms. I connect the moms and the siblings with each other. So there's really a 0% chance of any incest on top of the fact that there's 330 million people in America. It's just not statistically probable. Plus, I have kids spread out throughout Europe, with respect, let me give you an example. I'm adopted, okay? And I only found out who my sister was when I was 50. She was also adopted. Um, we're a country of 5 million people. We were both adopted by the same person. We ended up living, when we shared stories after we met, we lived in the same housing estate. We knew the same people. We were only a year apart in age. We hung around in the same group or friends group. And, you know, and obviously, you know, same schools and stuff like that. I could have ended up dating my own sister. Now, I didn't, but I could have. So what I'm saying to you is, you're saying statistically it's not, you know, it's unlikely, but it can happen, and it happened to this particular woman. Well, Dublin's also very small. You have to understand, I I purposely go out and donate, and and we know going into it that the kids, where they're coming from, typically the moms are honest with the kids very early that, hey, you're from this sperm donor guy and, you know, just, you know, when you're older and I also connect the siblings. Yeah. Like obviously you're in this country that's very, very small and you have maybe a thousand kids in a country of 5 million. Obviously the probabilities increase, but you're talking about 330 million on top of that. I connect the moms, the kids, and I have my DNA online so people can do 23andMe to find that they're siblings. And, and like I said, if they date, and the parents are honest with them, which they typically are in almost all cases, they're going to tell them, hey, you know, if you date someone, you know, you, maybe you want to ask them where they come from, their father or whatnot, and there's not really an issue. There's literally a 0% chance. Um, obviously, if you had a million kids in America, maybe that's more of an issue, but, you know, you have, if I had like 50, 60, 70 kids in America, it's not a concern. But in Dublin, of course, maybe well, in Ireland, I think it's a bit more of a concern, even though it's still really, really, really slim. I mean, obviously, it's five million no, people, so the probability is higher. Small, but still, it can happen. Yeah, sorry, Jonathan, do your family know? Well, they clearly do, actually, because you've been down all over the news. Jonathan, your family know what you do. What do your family think of, of you donating sperm? Are they all very agreeable about it, or...? Because I suppose some families would be Christian-type families and they don't agree with that kind of thing. And So what do they think? Are they okay with it? Um, well, of course they know. And um, some family members have seen, of course, the, the children on pictures. And um, uh, we also met one time uh, with, with a few of the family. So uh, they know it, but I'm not really concerned about what they really think about it themselves because... Um, that's their choice. Um, I, I made the decision to become a donor, and, and one of the hardest things for me was um, I understood what it is to be a donor, but I also involved my family indirectly. Uh, I made them also like grandparents and uncles and aunties. So um, that mm. I found it really um, the, one of the most difficult things about being a donor is that you you influence your uh, your family with that. So I. Uh, I told them I'm a donor, but then I, I keep it like on a whole different level. I keep my family's my private life, and I have my donor life. So I, I separate them. Uh, so, and I also let them feel uh, about what they. I never ask them what do you think about it, or uh, that's they are free to uh, think about me and and the donor. They can reject the whole idea um, if they if they want in their minds, but um, mm. like.
like there was a, a, there a was a case. Uh, I mean, I mean, just in relation to complications, um, there was a case uh, that you were involved in. Um, well, or, or should I say, no, sorry, you weren't involved in it, but the, the sh- a shocking case, it came to the, uh, the light that a mother of one of the children had filed a lawsuit against you in The Hague, and the judge, basically, who heard the civil case, said the donor, I'm assuming that's you, misinformed prospective parents about the number of children they already had fathered in the past. So what, what was explain that to me, if you can, or why that happened or how that happened. Um... You, you you mean about the court case? Uh, yes, yeah. So what actually happened in that case, and why did that mother take a lawsuit to the Hague? Well, I think it has to do with, uh, well, my my um, perspective is it Netflix wants to make a documentary about me, and they needed some sort of news value. Um, so first they contacted me, hey, can we make a documentary documentary with you? Uh, because we read about you and uh, we find it interesting, uh, and then I said no, I um, I, I don't want to um, make this like a sensational thing. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's like a very private thing. Um, and suddenly this court case comes up like two months after. So I found it really odd that um, these things happen like so short. See, uh, yeah, seems more than a coincidence. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have evidence for that, but it's my like your what belief I'm really yeah. um thinking about um so because also it was strange that i uh, i stopped donating like to new recipients in 2019 maybe a handful of new people that found me through my uh, youtube channel uh or or facebook or uh, mm-hmm. instagram contacted me but uh, i wasn't really active uh, back then so um yeah, I I'm really unsure about what uh, what really uh, want. They say I want we want you to stop directly now, and I was like, wow, this is. They could have called me, you know. This uh, foundation could say, hey, and why you know, why did mother? Yeah, why did that mother say that you misinformed prospective parents about the number of children you already had fathered in the past? But I mean, if you were doing it to a sperm clinic or to a clinic, sure, that wouldn't be your bit problem. That's the clinic's problem, isn't it? Um, well, she, she, this was a private uh, donation, and, and oh, okay. she says that I uh, misinformed her about uh, the correct number. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, you're also a musician as well, by the way, in your spare time, Jonathan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a passion uh, of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm looking here, by the way. There was a, yeah, <laughs> there's a story actually there that it was reported in May. The story of a Dutch YouTuber accused of fathering more than 500 children is to be explored in a Netflix documentary series titled Fertility Fraudster. That's a working title. Did you have you heard that story? Yeah, that's what what I was referring to. uh, So are they going to go ahead and are they going to go ahead and make this documentary without you? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that must be difficult for you, is it? Well, for for what I heard, um, the people that work with with the documentary, you know, I'm I'm just, yeah, it's just, uh, the, yeah. well, I'm I'm curious what they're <laughs> what are they going to tell. Well, I, I met him online. He wanted to help me with a baby. He came to my home. He donated in the in the in the cup. He left, and then I got pregnant. So that's the <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't know how they're going to fill an hour and a half with that. That's going to be pretty boring, isn't it, for an hour and a half? You know, unless, unless yeah, there's something else they, they're delving into. Part, 
And does it concern you? Are you worried about that documentary? Because they're obviously going to be talking about you. Uh, and you've obviously refused to take part in it, which is fair enough. That's your, your right to do that. But does it concern you that they're running a documentary about you? No, not really. I mean, uh, because they, you, you know, the t- just to remind people again, the title that they're using now, it's a working title, so they may change the title, yeah. is Fertility Fraudster. That's that's not a nice title for you to have, is it? Absolutely. I, I had a really bad feeling when I met this guy that was uh, working on this documentary. I felt like there, he said, no, it will be a, like a general story about sperm donation and I felt like there was something not good with uh, his intentions. He was very unclear. And then after f- asking five times, well, what is the documentary going to be about? Said, only you and and only this case. And uh, then I said, okay, well, thank you, but I'm not uh, yeah, thank uh, you, but no, going thank you. to corporate. But I found a really great company that wants to uh, run my own story in uh, in, a, in a good manner, not like a fraudster. You know, it's it's like ridiculous. Yeah. You help people effortlessly uh, I spent 50,000 hours of my life helping all these people uh, for no money and no fame or whatever it is fine but then call mm. this person a fraudster like uh, well well yeah, of really, course uh, well, like I, well, I, well I would do in your case then if, if you believe obviously they're saying that in the wrong I would get yourself a solicitor and, 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 and when they do if they do release the documentary um, you know obviously you will have a case against them if they're going to uh, defame you in any way Anyway, sorry, just John, or just getting back to Kyle as well. Kyle, you said you were looking for a girl because slightly different to Jonathan. You know, you can go to people's houses and you will deliver the sperm in the old-fashioned way. Um, I uh, when you say you're looking for a girl, are you looking for like a wife? Yeah, like a wife that settled down and have kids with that will set me for what I do. You're not got you enough know? kids already. I'm getting older, no. so yeah. Have you not? Have you not got enough kids? Yeah, I already have kids, but. <laughs> It'll be good to have my own with a with a wifey, you know. Irish. Yeah, I heard wifey. Irish women make good wives, so uh, that could yeah. go well for me. Yeah. And what what's the attraction with you, Kyle? When they see you on Instagram, because I haven't seen your Instagram, so I know nothing about you. Um, and just to let people know again, your Instagram account. Oh, where's again your Instagram account? Um. Okay. So uh, what's the attraction? Uh, Are you like a good-looking guy? Are you tall? Are you intelligent? Uh, what, what is it about you? Um, I'm well educated. Uh, you know, obviously, I grew up in a good family. I'm well educated. I have a bachelor's degree. Um, I did well in school. Uh, I think some women, yeah, find me attractive. Um, I make uh, good-looking kids, I guess. And so, um, mm. yeah. And then, and the truth is, I think a lot of women just want feel comfortable because they like it that they get to know me in person. They get to see my features. They get to see what I'm like. Whereas at a sperm bank, it's just a number on a vial, and you really don't know what you're going to get at bank. Because a lot of times at banks, the doctors use their own sperm to impregnate patients, or they switch the vials, or they don't do proper screening. Like a lot of times, it's been well. Shown I would like that, to think if you're going, um, there if you're was going one guy to a, who donated. Yeah, but if you go to a credible sperm bank, you know one that's registered and credible. I assume that, you know, all the vials and all the sperm would be tested for STDs, tested for genetic diseases. Yeah, STDs, yes. Uh, yeah, like, if you go for, like, STDs, yes. But, of course, with me, I have my STD test, I've never had any issues with that. Because all I have to do, now these days, they have rapid STD tests. We can literally take a test right on the spot, and it's like 20 minutes to get the results back, at least in America. But, you know, the real issue is they don't do proper uh, screening. Like, a lot of times there's one donor, 
at a sperm bank, it was found he was a pedophile. So essentially they wow. took in a pedophile, they took in another guy who had a huge criminal history, and he said he was this guy with a PhD student. You can look him up, the Zytex donor in uh, Georgia. He claimed he had an IQ of 160 and other stuff, and uh, he lied about everything. So they really don't vet the donors at sperm banks. They're literally just random guys, and as long as the guy has a decent sperm count, they take him. Well, hang on. Yeah, sorry, Jonathan, what do you make of, of Kyle, what he's saying, that a lot of these sperm clinics you're not really getting what you're paying for as such. Well, I think in, in um, they do their best, but one thing that is uh, odd, for example, about my case is that they say you're not allowed to help any new uh, people anymore because, you know, you reach a certain limit what which we think is enough. But meanwhile, the sperm banks, uh, the big sperm banks around the world, they are not – they don't have to tell how many uh, – children they have conceived with, uh, with with one donor and in the Netherlands they use these clinics and they can also go up to hundreds of children but suddenly because it's a clinic then it's it's, okay. it's allowed and I, yeah. I don't have a problem with do, them doing that because I'm also like a, a mass donor but it's it's of course very unfair that they judge somebody that is open about his identity is uh, spending his time effortlessly to help people to forbid him to donate, but meanwhile they let the sperm bank do the same. I think that's that's very strange. And, and, and just finally, Jonathan, I asked Kyle a question, so I'll ask you the same question. What's the attraction with, with you, Jonathan? I mean, are you an intelligent guy? Do you have, like, PhDs? And are you a good-looking guy? Why do people select you, or why do women want to have your children? Um, what I heard, because I I think I'm I'm, I'm a regular guy. I'm not. Uh, that, I mean, they. I heard that. Um, well, the, 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 when they talk with me and they sit with me, they say, "Well, you know, finally somebody that understands us, uh, our desire, and is willing to help us without any weird, you know, side demands like, uh, mm. uh, you know, there's donors that are saying, oh, 'Oh, I'm donate only by cup,' but then." Sneak when when the donors open about saying I want to do it the natural way that's fine with me I also did it uh, with with a few women the natural way but there are donors that are just like only wanting to do it the natural way and then forcing women into doing that um, and and like I didn't have they say well you were very open and honest about yourself you 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 told everything about yourself um, mm -hmm. and maybe my musical talent I don't know it's just uh, it always clicked very well, and I can get along with uh, many people, I guess. that's uh... Yeah, I get you. Well, look, guys, listen, thank you very much indeed to both of you. And I appreciate you coming on the air. Kyle, you wanted to mention your Instagram again. What is it again? Uh, yeah, so if anyone's interested in contacting me for to help have a child or they're interested in possibly dating... Uh, you can contact me on my Instagram, Kyle Gordy, one, two, three, four. Okay, and Jonathan, do you have an Instagram or YouTube they can contact you if they want to? Um, people can follow me uh, the best on YouTube. I also start posting now videos about, uh, for example, the court case, the upcoming Netflix documentary, my experience as a, a sperm donor. And they can go to YouTube, Jonathan Jacob with a C, Meyer with E-J. Yeah, so it's M-E-I-J-E-R. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
Okay, well, listen, thank you very much indeed, Jonathan Jacob Meyer, and also uh, thank you very much indeed, Kyle Gordy. I appreciate both of you coming on the air and talking to me this evening. All right, now. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> real people, real opinions, real talk radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits.